Memphis looking to help. Shot clock is full. Jokic has to put it up. Falling away, puts it up. Folks at home, folks at home, folks in your car, folks in the gym, wherever you are listening to this podcast, welcome to the newest episode of Take the Lead. Happy Labor Day. Yes, I am doing this episode on a Monday. I believe the last time I probably did an episode on a Monday was four years ago with Will when we used to do episodes on Mondays. It's been a long time. I'm going to be honest, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this. Originally, I was not going to do the podcast. I just didn't have a lot to talk about. But you know what, like I always say, this is something I really want to work out in the future for me. I'm hoping one day this actually takes off. I had to bring you guys an episode. If I don't put the effort, I'm not going to go anywhere with it. But anyways, enough of that talk. I would plug my social media. I'm going to do it anyways. You guys don't follow it. Instagram, John O'Halloran15. The Twitter is underbar John underbar O'Halloran. And the take the lead social media is Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Anyways, let's jump into this. Let's jump into this podcast. We'll start some NFL news, guys. I'm so excited. We're, we're, what, three days away from kickoff. Lions versus Chiefs. Thursday night football. I'm so excited, guys. I, I literally cannot wait. It's like Christmas. It's like it's like waking up on Christmas Eve. Oh, I'm saying Christmas morning. It's like waking up on Christmas Eve as a kid, and you say, it's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas. I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm excited, guys. We're, we're three days away from kickoff. Let's go. Anyways, Cooper Cup, uh, his experience, uh, setback the hamstring injury. Um, he didn't practice uh, just last, this past Thursday because of the uh, injury. Uh, Sean McAvey said it was a little muscle strain, but added it was a setback. Uh, Cup uh, sustained the injury during the first week of training camp. The Rams open up this Sunday against the uh, Seahawks in Seattle. Uh, Cup is uh, going to his seventh year after missing the final eight games of last season because of the high ankle sprain. Uh, he still had 75 catches, 812 yards, and six touchdowns before the injury. Uh, in 2021, uh, he captured the NFL's uh, triple crown uh, of receiving, uh, leading the league in catches 145, receiving yards 1,947, and touchdowns 16. Um, he scored two big touchdowns in the Super Bowl against the Bengals, including the game winner. Um, you know, uh, Cooper Cup figures to be a Matthew Stafford's obviously number one target. Uh, the Rams were five and twelve last year. It was a worse uh, season for defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, the Rams are a team going to the season. I don't know how good they're going to be. Um, you know, I, I was reading a lot of comments on their. I can't believe I don't remember if there was their Twitter or Instagram. So I was curious. I, I I don't remember which one it was, but I looked at the roster and a lot of the fans were are not happy with the roster. A lot of fans were saying, "No, that the Rams not going to be good this year." Um, I don't know. It's going to be tough if this team can stay healthy. I mean, they still got. I mean, I know Cooper Cup has been injured last. You know, uh, was injured last season. Uh, already has an injury coming into this season. Um, I don't know what Matthew Stafford's going to be like. Um, the running backs. I'm just not a big fan of running backs. Cam Akers. I'm not a big fan of. Um, I don't know how good the offense. I don't know how good the offense offensive line is going to be. 
Um, now, besides Cooper Cup, they got Van Jefferson. I don't know any a lot of the other wide receivers. I don't know how good their defense is going to be, but if this somehow this team, you know, if this team can stay healthy, um, I honestly think can surprise a lot of people. Um, but you know, having a player like Cooper Cup coming already into the season, already having a setback as because of an injury, it's not good. You no, know, two years ago, you no, know, I already read it. You no, know, Cooper Cup was the best receiver. You no, know, two years ago. No, people are expecting once again to have a, no another great season, um, but having all these injuries, especially you no know, this late into his career, you no, know, he's I think he's twenty nine. I think he's twenty nine or thirty. I'm not quite sure. I gotta pull it up. Um, so he's thirty. Just turned thirty in June, and already having all the you know, just being injured again. I mean. You definitely have to have a guy like this on the field if you want to win, and you no, know, the Rams definitely need him. Uh, no, I mean last year, you no, know, he was injured. I mean, this a lot of players. I mean, a lot of this Rams team was injured last year. I think they can come back. They can come back and health be healthy. I definitely think they could contend for uh for a wild card spot. I'm not saying the division because that division obviously the uh, 49ers, but you know if they can stay healthy, if they can get back what they. I mean, I'm not going to say they. The Rams are going to be what they were two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. But if they definitely can, you know, stay healthy, I think they can definitely contend for a wild card spot. But like I said, you definitely need a guy like Cooper Cup on the field. You need a guy like Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup to help your team win. Now, hope this injury isn't long term. Hope this injury isn't going to affect his um, affect the season. Because if it is, then I just don't know where the Rams go from here. But uh, no, hopefully he can get back on the field and help this team uh, to get back what they used to be. Uh, we're going to talk about the Jets now. Uh, the Jets GM says the team has a lot to prove, which, the, yes, they do. He said excitement does not win games. Um, he said we're excited to be in the conversation, be one of the better teams in the league. Uh, Joe Douglas said Thursday. Uh, he says excitement doesn't win games. We've got a lot to prove. Um, he, uh, that's absolutely true. You know, after starting three different quarterbacks, missed in playoffs last season, the Jets acquired Aaron Rodgers from the Packers. New York also brought in uh, Davlin Cook, wide receivers, and Alan Lazard, uh, Miguel Coleman, uh, McCole Hardman, and among others. In addition, the Jets had a top five defense last year, and it features 2022nd round uh, dra- uh, uh, picks um, Garrett Wilson and uh, star cornerback Star Scotter. New York is uh, looking to end the uh, league's longest postseason drought at 12 uh, straight seasons. Uh, several Jets players have embraced the high expectations um, regarding the team. Cook recently said uh, winning the Super Bowl is a very realistic possibility for the uh, for the Jets. Um, Doug Swan say, I'll let everybody debate uh, what it looks like. Um, he says, I will not... Uh, when asked uh, what a successful 2023 uh, season would look like, he says, uh, we're not uh, running or hiding from any exp- uh, any expectations uh, that are out there. I think when the death settles, you want to be in conversation as one of the uh, those teams that can compete for a Super Bowl. Uh, he says, you got a ticket. Uh, you get a ticket into the dance and anything can happen. Uh, they finished 7-10 last year. They kick off uh, against the uh, Bills on Monday Night Football, September 11th. Uh, no, I got to agree with him. You, know, you, br- you bring all these... Um, now, last year, uh, at, you know, at one point, uh, they, they were fighting for a playoff spot, then it just came crashing down. Um, but this is—I I think this is a make-or-break year for the Jets, especially for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, thirty-nine years old. Um, I guess he's turning forty. So he'll be turning forty this December second. 
Uh, no, I know he's already mentioned before. He doesn't know how long this is going to be for the Jets. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I agree with the GM. You know, he said, except he doesn't win games. I'm sure all the no, all the Jets, all 53 players on this stretch team, are all excited coming to the season. I'm sure all the fans are. And I, it reminds me of the time, the dream, the dream team, when Vince Young uh, said about the Eagles team, this is a dream team. I was excited for that season going in, and it was a complete bust. Um, but you know, I mean, the Jets. I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers. They got Davlin. I mean, I know Davlin Cook is you know getting up there in age, but they got Davlin Cook. They got a young, a very young, good wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Uh, they got a very good defenseman, Sauce Gardner, is the captain of that defense. Um, and this is huge for the Jets. I mean, this the the, 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 the massive Patriots. I don't know. I, I think the Patriots have a chance to surprise people, but taking them out of that, you got three good teams. In the AFC East, you got the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. Um, you know this is big for the Jets. The season big for the Jets. So they made all these moves, bringing Aaron Rodgers. Now excitement is excitement doesn't win games, so they're gonna have to go into the season and prove that making all these moves was they're gonna they're gonna have to go into the season with all the moves that they made, showing that they uh, the, that they're legit. Um, I definitely think they have a chance. I definitely think they got, got a chance to make the playoffs. You know, bring Aaron Rodgers and giving him weapons because he had no weapons in Green Bay last year. But now coming into you know, with the Jets, he has all these weapons around him. He has a um, very good defense uh, to back him up. But I think the biggest question mark coming into this Jets team is the uh, that could hold them back is the offensive line. You definitely need a good offensive line to protect your quarterback. But other than that, um, no excitement doesn't win games. But I, I think the Jets... I think the Jets will make the playoffs. I definitely see them making the playoffs. Um, but it's going to be very exciting to see if they can you know, back up with all of them that's made, if they can back up and uh, they made the right decision bring Aaron Rodgers. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, um, I want to say uh, the time the Jets feel like waking up inside of a dream. Um, he says, I told a friend that that this has felt like wake up inside of a dream. The whole experience, a beautiful dream, Roger said Thursday, according to Brian Costello, the New York Post. Uh, so many times you have a great dream and you wake up and you're like, I just wanted to get back into that thing. And you can't quite get back into the dream. Yes, I woke up, I've woke up inside of that dream and it feels like that's been uh, really special. Um, you know, it sounds like he's taking a shot at Green Bay. You no, know, last year was a nightmare season for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, they missed the playoffs. It was a very down season for Aaron Rodgers last year. Um, now, like I say, he's coming into no. He's coming into New York. He's coming into a Jets team, and he's saying this feels like a dream. Uh, maybe it's not a maybe it's not a shot at the Packers. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't know. It just it seems like he's very very happy to be out of Green Bay. Now, since joining the Jets, Rogers said he's often stopped to reflect on how happy he is in his new company. He says, I, I won't say it out loud, he said, but I'll just sit back with the guys in the room and take a second sometimes and think, how cool is this? Um, I mean, it just sounds like he's very happy out of Green Bay. I mean, he did accomplish a lot in Green Bay. Multiple NFC Championship games, went to the Super Bowl, all those MVPs. So maybe he's not taking a shot at Green Bay. But it does sound like he's very, very happy to be part of uh, the Jets. Um, but I don't know. It just, just kind of sounds like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. It sounds like he's taking a shot at the uh, at the Packers. Um, let's bring up more about NFL news. Um, 
Mike Evans says he wants to uh, wants an extension by the start of the season. Uh, Bucks have uh, yet to offer him one. Um, Michael Evans, man, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. No doubt about it. He's been in the league for 10 years now, and ever since he's been in the league for the last 10 years, he's had 1,000 receiving yards the last 10 years. I mean, you don't see that. You do not see you, that, That's something you see in Madden. That is something you see in Madden. You don't see players do that for 10 straight years. Maybe you see players do it maybe for you know, three or four years. No, I won't hit it for maybe one or two. Get back and hit a thousand yards receiving yards maybe for two, three straight years. But I mean, look, the quarterbacks he's had in his career they haven't been. I mean, yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, freaking Tom Brady can make anyone look good. But even before Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, Mike Evans had Jameis Winston. I'm pretty sure he had Ryan Ryan uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I mean, that's the only real quarterbacks can name that has thrown to Michael Evans. He still has hit a thousand receiving yards. Um, now, despite our efforts over the past three years, and the professionals, um, professionals of the Bucks general manager uh, Jason Lichett and assistant general manager Mike Greenberg, have not received an offer to stay in Tampa Bay. Uh, wrote uh, Evans agent uh, Derek uh, Gilmore. This is this is disappointing to Mike as he seems uh, other teams uh, to step up and keep key pieces, and the players are important to the organization. Uh, Evans is seeking similar to Cooper Cup's three-year, eighty point one million contract extension with the Los Angeles Rams, including the seventy-five million guaranteed. Um, says we're giving the Bucks until the start of the regular season to make him a buck for life. If it cannot happen, one hundred percent of Mike's focus will be on football, and his future will continue. Uh, in uh, where he continue to make an impact, Gilmore wrote. Uh, Gilmore ducked Evans will look to uh, leave as free agent in twenty twenty-four. He said Mike wants the next phase of his career to be organization and wants him and wants him to help uh, with the Super Bowl, he wrote. Alich uh, in mid-August uh, uh, that he wants Evans to retire in, uh, with the NFC South Club. He said, I can't see Mike playing anywhere else, Lichert said. I hope we can uh, figure something out so we can retire as a buck. Um, you know, right now, I mean, right now, you know, the quarterbacks in Tampa Bay are Baker Mayfield and uh, Kyle Trask. Um... Nine straight years he's hit a thousand receiving yards, not ten. My bad. Um, but you know, I, I'm sure Michael Evans is looking at this and saying, "All right, so Tom Brady's gone. You guys were on Baker Mayfield. You got the backup on Kyle Trask." And I'm sure Michael Evans does not want to be a part of a team that's been part of going through a rebuild. Um, no, Mike Michael Evans is no. Mike Evans has been on these teams, except maybe for the last three because he made the playoffs the last three years. But before that, Mike Evans has been part of New York or Tampa Bay Buccaneers teams. The first year Tom Brady goes to the Bucks, they go to the Super Bowl. The second year they lose in the playoffs. The third year they lose in the playoffs. And I'm sure Mike Evans wants to go to it, wants to be part of a team that continue to go to the playoffs instead. You know, going not being in the playoffs, going to the playoffs for three straight years and missing the playoffs. I'm sure Mike Evans doesn't want. Mike Evans wants to be part of a team that can win. And if the Bucks do not want to give that to him, then there's going to be a team out there that's going to be willing to pay Mike Evans that kind of money. Um, I mean, nine straight years, a thousand receiving yards. I mean, four-time Pro Bowler. I mean, he's he's, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, six hundred eighty receptions. I I know receiving yards, ten thousand uh, four twenty-five in his career. The Bucks got to give him the, the Bucks just got to throw him and give the money. I'm sure they want to pay him that kind of money, considering you know 
him being 30 years old, and usually, you know, when wide receivers get up to that age, they start to slow down. But it just seems like Michael Evans is showing no signs of slowing down. Nine straight years, a thousand receiving yards. But I think the biggest thing coming to the season is, you no, know, can he can he hit that again? Can he prove he's worth that contract? Can he come into the season and show the Bucks that if he can hit it ten thousand receiving, I mean ten thousand, if he can hit a thousand receiving yards again, they can say the Bucks ten straight years, a thousand receiving yards. Give me the money. I've been proven for the last nine years that I'm one of the best wide receivers in the game. Um, I definitely think he deserves a big contract. Even though he is up there in age, he's 30. I just, I, I, he, he, he's worth the money. Give him the money. He's been proving it since he's been in the league the last nine years. I don't know how many wide receivers have hit a thousand receiving yards nine straight years like he has. He's a huge impact. He's a huge piece of this team. And if he, if you don't give him the money, He's going to leave. He's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to say, "He's going to leave. He's going to go somewhere else." And he's going to say, "You didn't give me the money." In every, and he might even go to a team in your division to sh- to burn you twice a year and say, "You should have given me the money." Um, but like I said, it's absolutely crazy. Nine nine straight years, a thousand receiving yards. Mike Evans is definitely worth. It. He's proven it the last nine years and one of the best receivers in the game. Um, next, we talk about about Patriots news. I'm Mike Kaleski. Uh, it says confidence is really high in Max Jones. He says uh, it makes it uh, fun to go out there and play. Glesky said uh, we're, uh, we're always joking around, uh, but when it's time to clock in, he's leading our offense and done a great job doing so. Uh, so Max Jones went 6-8 and eight and 14 uh, starts last season, throwing for 2,997 yards, 14 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He dealt with an ankle injury that forced him to miss uh, three games. Um, he took a step back in the sophomore season. Uh, obviously, Mac is our quarterback. Patriots wide receiver Matt, uh, Matthew Slater said, um, "We've got a lot of belief in him, and uh, we support him." Um, no, I've said this multiple times for the last few months in uh, on this podcast. Um, this is Mac Jones. I think this is Mac Jones' final season to prove. That he was worth to be a first round uh, draft pick of the Patriots. I think this is Mac Jones' last and final chance to prove that he can lead the Patriots to be a, a playoff contenders. I think this is his last chance to show that the Patriots that he can in the NFL that you know he can be you know a, a good starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think this is his last chance. Um, no, I mean uh, we can put a lot of the blame last year on uh, Matt Patricia. No, Matt Patricia on offensive plays that blew my mind that Bill Belichick. Wanted to do that. No, bringing Bill O'Brien in, um, I think, can really help uh, Mac Jones' mechanics. I think it can help Mac Jones to get back like he was his rookie year. Um, but I, I, I really think this is Mac Jones' last and final chance to prove that he can be a starting quarterback. I think this is his last chance I can show the uh, just the NFL that he deserves, you know, to lead the Patriots. Um, you know, I saw a tweet the other day that someone a tweet and someone comment on it, comment on it and said, um, "This is Mac Jones and Bill Belichick's last chance uh, for the Patriots." I don't know. I mean, I I, I really I mean I, I you know Patriots got a good defense. I think Bill, like I said, Billing bringing Bill O'Brien in is going to help Mac Jones. Um, I think the Patriots can. I mean, I I know Ryan and I predicted both to go nine to both go nine and eight. This upcoming season, I think that'd be good enough to be a wild card team. I think the Patriots can really surprise a lot of people this year. I think they can come in and be a team. A, 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 I'm not gonna say a, a 
dark horse team. But I think they can come in and surprise a lot of people. I think they can contend for a wild card spot. I'm not saying the division. You know, you got three already complete teams in that division in the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. But I think the Patriots have a legit chance to come to the season and prove to people. Um, but it's it's all going to be on Mac Jones to prove that he you know he can be it. No, proved. I, it's all on Mac Jones to show that last year wasn't his year. I think it's all to Mac Jones to bounce back this year. It's all on Bill Belichick to get this team back into the playoffs. Um, but it's just not them two. It's this whole entire team as a whole. But um, I think this is Mac Jones' last chance to prove that. No, he he. This is Mac Jones' last chance to prove that he can lead the Patriots. And if uh, no, he comes in and struggles right off the bat. Then I think this is I think that'd be end of Mac Jones, New England. Um, I'm actually gonna jump into some college football news. Uh, every year I, I try to say I'm gonna watch college football, but I can I can never get into it. I try so hard to get into it. I just can never do it. And I want it to be this season, especially you know having a, a sports podcast. I should know college football. I should know college football players. Especially when it comes close to the draft, so I don't know who the Eagles draft, or not just the Eagles. I know who all these other players who get drafted. Um, I just, I just try to get into college football, but I can never do it. But I want to talk about Travis Hunter, man. What the hell? He dominated on both sides of the ball against TCU. Um, you know, the Colorado upset number seventeen TCU, uh, forty-five to forty-two. Uh, Travis Hunter, man. Unfriggin' real. Uh, no, as a cornerback, Hunter came down with an interception and forced three uh, incompletions, earning uh, the highest grade among uh, Power 5 cornerbacks in Week 1. Now, as a receiver, he absolutely went off 111 passes for 119 yards, earning an impressive 75.4 uh, 75. Uh, grade. Um, he says, he says, I'm not, he says, I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm ready to go back out there. Although, I mean... He just played 144. He played 144 snaps, and it was 100 degree weather during Colorado's win. I mean, uh, the former. I mean, just the former uh, number two overall current 22 uh, class earned a 86.3 uh, grade at cornerback, the highest position in the uh, Power Five Week One. Uh, of the nine targets at Hunter's uh, way, he uh, tallied uh, as many uh, forced incompletions, three as uh, receptions. I mean, th this dude is. I might start watching college football. I might start watching college football way more often because of him. I mean, this dude is. I mean, unreal. Third down, Morris. Intercepted. Wow! Travis Hunter. Unbelievable. Hunter just plucks it out of the air. Are you kidding me right now? That was wide open from the booth. A hundred times out of a hundred. I see that action from up here. That's a touchdown. They had the back wide. Like Josh Newton on that side. That is Newton number two. Here's the fade. They're going one-on-one, -on -one, best against best. Newton, pass interference, defense number two. I tell you what, that is a sensational catch. Now the question is...
Sador Sanders looking, throwing it deep. Sanders! And it's caught at the 40. Guess who? Travis Hunter. A 39-yard gain on third and I like I said, I, I might have to start watching, you know, college football way more because of him. You know, he's on pace for uh, one thousand seven hundred twenty-eight snaps in the regular season. I mean, this dude is—he's kind of like the Shohei Tani of college football. I mean, like I said, I, I really might start watching college football. You know, because of him. I mean, I, I know real you know what he did on Saturday. I mean, you don't see that. You don't really see that in college football. I mean, played great on defense, went out there on offense, put on a fantastic show on offense. This dude's going to be exciting. You know, in college football, no, he's obviously going to be exciting in college football. And I know it's a, I mean, I know it's early to say, you know, when he goes to the NFL, if you can, you know, play cornerback and wide receiver in the NFL, I don't think, I mean, has that ever, has that ever even happened? I mean, like I said, I might start watching college football way more. And like I said, I want to get into it. Um, I, it's just something I never get into. I try to, but to see a player like that and put up the things he did, that's historic. Um, like I said, I, I definitely, definitely want to really get into college football more, especially pay attention to Travis Hunter. Um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his. And I, I like I said, I might start watching way more just because of him. Um, I'm going to talk about some uh, – I mean, I only got one basketball thing here, but it's absolutely crazy what it is. Giannis, uh, Lakers, and Knicks expect to be interested uh, if he leaves the Bucks. Poor, I mean, it's just a poor report. Uh, the Bucks have a chance. Uh, the his uh, Bucks will have a chance to do so in the next year or two. But Milwaukee's uh, runaways uh, growing shorter by year. Uh, no, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Brook Lopez are all in their thirties now. Uh, Middleton and Lopez have uh, dealt with serious injuries in recent years, and Holiday said that he plans to retire at the end of his current uh, contract. If uh, Giannis wants to compete a long term, might obviously have to go somewhere else. Um, I mean, any of those two teams are good, but. You know, any of the Knicks or I mean, if he goes to the Lakers, man, yikes. If the Lakers can pull it, pull it off and get Giannis, having Giannis, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, that big three is, I know LeBron's getting up there in age. Anthony Davis gets hurt a lot, but if they can pull that off and get have those three be, be your big three? Who's going to stop that? Who's going to stop LeBron? Who's going to stop Anthony Davis if he can stay healthy? If they can get Giannis, that's going to be a scary big three. Um, but you know, I mean, yeah, and the, the the Bucks are getting old, and Giannis wants Giannis. I don't think Giannis wants to end his career with one championship. I think Giannis wants to end his career with two, three, or four. Um. But if he can go to the Lakers, man, that that would be one scary freaking team. Um, I'm going to talk about one quick hockey thing. The reason why I want to talk about this because I found this funny. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have this uh, player named Phil Kessel. Ever since Phil Kessel left Toronto, he's won three Stanley Cups. Two with Pittsburgh, one with, um, one with Vegas. Uh, he wants to play this season willing to end the Ironman streak. Uh, Kessel established, uh, established an NHL record by playing his uh, 990th uh, consecutive game last October. His run reached 1,650. 
1,064 contests by uh, the end of the regular season, but he only made four appearances during the Vegas uh, nights as um, made four par- uh, four playoff appearances for Vegas as they reach a march of the Stanley Cup. Azumi, 36 years old, joined Vegas on a one-year, $1.5 million contract last summer. Uh, 14 goals, 22 assists, which is really not that bad while playing 12 minutes on the ice. Uh, his lowest of a 17 career. Our uh, reunion with the Golden Knights doesn't uh, seem likely, as offending uh, champions have only approximately 850,000 um, in cat space. Um, it would just be nice. I mean, he's played for the Bruins, Maple Leafs, Penguins, Coyotes, drafted uh, fifth overall in 2006. Uh, he's registered Registered four, 413 goals, 992 points, 1,286 career playoffs. Uh, 2,086 career games, not playoff games. My bad. Um, I, th- I mean, I, I the reason why I brought this up, it would be funny to see him go to another team, and this team was a Stanley Cup, and this guy wins four Stanley Cups since leaving Toronto. And the thing that makes me laugh about Phil Kessel when he so when he won uh, the first his first two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh, he so if you guys don't watch hockey when uh so in hockey when a team was a Stanley Cup every player gets a day with the Stanley Cup which is cool because you don't see in NFL when someone's when the team wins the Super Bowl you don't see in the MLB when the team wins the World Series you don't see it in the uh, NBA when the team wins the NBA championship I th- believe hockey is the only sport where a player gets each player gets a day with the trophy. And so when he won his first two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh, he went to Toronto to bring and uh, went to Toronto with the Stanley Cup for a day. Um, and when he won with Vegas, he took the Stanley Cup for a day to Toronto. And it's funny that he does that. So I would love to see him win one more Stanley Cup to go to Toronto once again. But I, know, I just found it funny. But the fact that this guy's playing that many games, uh, he's a Hall of Famer. No doubt this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But um, we're going to answer some baseball news. Um, I decided to bring this up real quick. Uh, team fighting for the playoffs. The Reds have uh, claimed a bunch of players off the uh, waivers. Uh, the Reds claim outfield the Harrison Bader from the Yankees. Outfield the Hunter Renfro from the Angels. The Reds designated of outfield the Aldro Lopez and Michael uh, Michael Siani uh, for assignment. Uh, Cincinnati entered play Thursday in one game at the wild card spot. Renfro will look to uh, provide the Reds with the uh, fusion of power. The Reds are 18th in. Uh, 18th in MLB and home runs. Um, at this time, it was four days ago, 154. Uh, Cincinnati's outfield is uh, trios um, comprised by uh, TJ Folletti, uh, Will Benson, and Nick uh, Senzel. Um, and I decided to bring, I decided to bring, decided to bring this one up. I know a lot of you guys probably don't really even care about this. But it was news. Wanted to bring up. Reds are fighting for a playoff spot. I would love to see them make the playoffs considering they've been one of the worst teams the last five, six years, whatever it's been. Um, the MLB is, uh, MLB will use this, MLB will use the same pitch clock rules for uh, the postseason, which is awesome. Players, uh, players hope to have a little more time in the postseason, but according to, a uh, little more uh, time postseason, my bad. According to pass on, there will be a 15 seconds with no runners on and 20 seconds with runners on. Uh, the league's, uh, the league's owner-led executive consult told the, uh, um, told the, uh, Competition uh, commute Friday that the uh, no rules change would uh, be proposed before the playoffs, which I like this. The average MLB games dropped from 239 this season uh, to uh, 304 last year. Um, I love it. No, I baseball is a game where you have to have patience to watch. 
baseball is a game where you have to sit there and you just got to sit and watch it. Because, you know, I, I watch baseball to an extent. Um, before they did the pitch clock, baseball was a baseball was it still can be long. I mean, two hours is long. Uh, before the pitch clock, you had games going for three hours, little little over three hours. Um, I'm glad to bring in the pitch clock. I'm glad to try and make the game go a little faster. I'm glad they're doing the I'd stick with the pitch clock for the postseason. Um, like I said, baseball before they did the pitch clock, baseball was very 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 long game. Um, last but not least, Mike Trout uh, expecting off-season conversation with the Angels about the franchise future. Um, you know, uh, when it's uh, brought up in the off-season, you're obviously going to talk about it. And uh, you think about it, uh, Trout told Jeff Fletcher of the Orange uh, County uh, Register, I haven't thought about it yet. Uh, there are going to be uh, some conversations in winter for sure, just to see the direction of everything, what's in plan. Um, you know, Trout, I mean, it's since with the Angels, man, uh, he's won three ALs, nine silver sluggers during his 13 season with the Angels. One of the greatest players in franchise history, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Uh, he's committed to the team for the rest of his uh, career by signing a 12-year, $42.65 million contract. But despite his career, the Angels have failed to build a uh, winner around uh, Boltron and Otani. Um, he's only been to the playoffs once. Um... You know, he went one for twelve. Is uh, he went one for twelve that uh, postseason? Um, he got swept by the Kansas City in two thousand fourteen LDS. They post only three winning uh, records with Trout on the roster as a regular player. Um, before uh, that's before Shoytani played. Um, no, LA opened its wallet this winter. Try LA opened up its wallet this winter to try uh to end its eight year playoff drought. Um. But that didn't go the way they wanted to. You know, they just, during the trade deadline, they tried bringing all these players. It didn't work out. You know, Shoei Tani is going to be a, a free agent. Uh, Trout enjoyed a solid uh, season before his injury, hitting 360, uh, with 18 homers and 44 runs, batting or 84 games. Um, you know, I, I don't know what, I mean, Trout's 32 years old. I don't know what really teams are going to go out there and really be willing to, um, you know, Pay that kind of contract for no, assumed to be thirty three year old, but um, you know Mike Trout deserves to win a World Series, and I'm sure Mike Trout's looking at it. You know, three like I said, three he's won three AL MVPs, and I'm sure Mike Trout he wants to win that World Series. He wants to go to the playoffs. He wants to compete for championship. He wants to compete for playoffs. He wants to have that ring. He wants to have that championship under his belt, even if it's just one. Because Mike Trout doesn't want to probably look back and go as one of the go down as one of the greatest players to never win a game, um, to never win a game, to never win a World Series, uh, or he doesn't want to be one of those players to look back about and be talked about. And when people talk about great players and people say, "Oh, Mike Trout is one of the greatest players to ever win the game," and Mike Trout doesn't want to people for other people to say he only went to the playoff once. He only went to the playoff once. He's never won a World Series. Yeah, he's a great player, but he never won. He never won. He was part of the team that was consistently a losing team. And I, I and I would love to see Mike Trout. You no, know, I would love to for the Angels to you know trade Mike Trout. Even being thirty two years old, you can still get a lot of a decent haul for him. Uh, but Mike Trout, he's not going to win in Los Angeles. He's not going to World Series. He's not going to win to win a World Series with the Angels. It's time to know, let Mike Trout, it's time for Shoyatani to go elsewhere and let those two go on and win a World Series because it's not going to happen in L.A. 
Um, but anyways, guys, actually, I want to do my NFL predictions for week one. Let's pull up the schedule. All right, here we go. Week one, Thursday night football excited uh, Lions versus Kansas City with defending Super Bowl champions. Chris Jones is not going to be there. Um, once that contract, uh, Detroit, uh, I, I'm very excited to see Detroit this season. I think Detroit, I, I'm the same right now. I think Detroit, I think I would love to see Lions make the playoffs. I'm saying right now, right here, right now, Lions are making the playoffs. Um, I don't know, this is tough. Uh, I am going to go with Kansas City to win this game. And then for the Sunday games, I don't know if I should wait for Ryan, um, if Ryan's in here for the podcast. Um, it's not like I can do this Saturday, but I'm just doing my. Fr- I'm just going to do Week One uh, Thursday Night Football. I got Kansas City beating the Lions, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Then uh, next Saturday, I will do the rest of my picks. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. You guys are the best. I hope you guys have a happy Monday. Whenever you guys listen to this, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And you'll be hearing this amazing voice next Saturday. Goodbye. Take care and spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Oh, radio. Mm-hmm.